So last week, you guys took out three pretty badass ogres. Two. I was a little excited about these guys, and um, the ground opened up and swallowed one, and uh, one got poked to death by a little green frog, and the other one just got wrecked by a giant dragon with claws. You called me a dragon, yay. (laughs) (laughs) You've acknowledged it. Yes. And uh, so there you guys are, standing around on that uh, that blood-drenched ground. Uh, there's definitely more than a dozen dead ogres surrounding you guys. There's Jagrath sitting on his haunches. Uh, Jagrath is just this massive brute of a giant ogre. Uh, and he's just doodling in the dirt for you guys. Uh, and now about that time, there is a crack of thunder. And this one signifies rain, and it just begins to pour on you guys. And you know, and most of the time, rain is just rain, thunder is just thunder, but something about this crack of thunder checks off a different box for each and every one of you. This rain is now ominous. It's foreboding. It's the end of something and the beginning of another. And the blood begins to wash away into that sewer grating and out into the river and down towards Turtleback Ferry. And it makes you think, so what is this new beginning? Is it friendships forged in blood? A uniting of individual goals into a plan to save the world? Or maybe it's just nothing at all. Ah, but for the audience, it's something. So we're going to zoom out and away from focusing on that drawing drawing of Jagrath's. And we're going to zoom up into the sky so we can see the entire fort. And we can see all the corpses. And if you look over in a corner, there's Reaper's corpse out there on a parapet somewhere, Uh, safely waiting for Poe. Or maybe someone to finally drag it away. Uh, We'll continue zooming out until we can see the entirety of the Hook Mountains. Uh, Ominous black smoke rising up in the distance. And then over to the east, you can see the Storval Deep, which is a large lake held back by a massive dam with skulls and the stonework. And there's probably even a couple of dots on that stonework. It looks like they're maybe chiseling away or hammering at something. We're going to zoom out, out and out, until we see all of Rizia with Riddleport to the north, Sandpoint to the south, until the audience finally is going to realize they are no longer on a magic helicopter ride. They are staring at a shimmering portal. It's a large map, hanging in midair, magically induced. And now we're standing in a massive throne room. And on the other side of this magical map is an empty throne. Suddenly zigzagged blue lines, the deep warble of a bass and cello and static fuzz all uniting in harmony. And there's the image of a man sitting in that throne. And you can see straight through him, just like you could see through that map. But he's dark haired. He has five stones in his forehead. He is staring intently at this map. And he smiles. And just as quickly, he's gone. And we're staring at Jagras back. We'll lift up and over his shoulder to stare at that drawing on the ground. And he's just going to mutter, uh, It's quite simple. 
you just head up this path over here and you go find Barl and his ogres are over here near these jagged little lines. It's real simple. You can make it there. Is that to the east or is it to the west? North. Definitely north. You want to go to... But sun on your right, moon on your left. You go forward. Okay. I think you've helped me as much as you can. Oh, good. Does that mean I get to leave now? You may leave through the gate. Really? Go ahead. He's going to stare up at Vanak and Droth and Little Froggy Poe. Then finally at Valentre. Can I, can, I keep my, can I keep my weapon? Leave your weapon behind. I mean, it's kind of dangerous out there for an ogre without a weapon. Well, it's more dangerous here with one. Uh, you, you, make, you make good point. And he'll look over at his ogre hook that's laying on the ground, probably behind Vanak. And he's just going to stand up and begin shuffling towards the gate. Shuffle, 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 shuffle. When he gets about 120 feet away, Volantre charges and pounces. (laughs) 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 I thought you said I could leave. (laughs) (laughs) You can join your brethren. Nobody said you could leave alive. But, 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 but. All right, all right, all right. Um, let's see. Roll initiative. I'm going to roll randomly to determine whether or not he is going to expect this. I'm just going to look. I rolled low, so no. He uh, is apparently going to believe that you're going to let him live. Uh, so you get your little surprise action there, Valentray. Which I think means you can only like pounce like 60 feet. So you know that. So he's only 60 feet away. Okay. So since it's a surprise action, I don't get a full attack action, right? No, you said charge. And as part of a charge, you can do an attack. Yeah. Correct. I can, well, I can do it, take a full attack action with a charge. But I don't <laughs> think it's going to be surprising because I will be hauling ass towards him. <laughs> So what does he hear from behind as he's walking away? You just hear the thuds of four (laughs) dragon feet crawling across the ground, going straight at him. Poe's going to sit on the ledge, like right on the edge of the wall, like eating popcorn, ready for the fight. All right. Super excited. Let's say you get just the one attack since it is a surprise round. Okay. Okay. But you get to cover 60 feet in one action, which is only half your movement, and one attack at the end of it. My one attack will be a bite. Okay. And I am going to have power attack still active. Oh, good. So I rolled a 16 on the die, and my bonus is plus 16. So that is a 32. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you're good. (laughs) And that is going to be a 1d8 plus 16. I rolled a one, so that is 17 points of damage. 17 points of damage. Now we get to roll initiatives, because that's how it works in Pathfinder. Not a good roll for Jagrath, I'll just go ahead and tell you that right now. 
And I'm looking at his hit points because he was not walking out of this unharmed. Okay, what's your total, Casey? 17. 17 for the initiative roll? Correct. Okay, anybody else wanting to roll initiatives in this battle? Nah. I'll roll. Yeah. Okay. What is your initiative? 25. Vanak. All right, so Vanak, it is now your turn. I'm going to hold. Holding. Valentre, <laughs> yes. it is your turn. You're standing right next to Jagrath, who's like, well, I thought you said I could leave. Full attack, claws first. <laughs> Power attack still active. Great. Fantastic. First one is a 30 on the, well, not on the Jeez. die. 14 plus 16. 30 on the dice. What are you rolling? Yep, that'll hit. And that's uh, 22 points of damage. Okay, still standing. Second one is a... I can't do math. 24. That'll hit. That is going to be 21 points of damage. He falls unconscious. Plus a rend, which does 20 points of damage. He is dead. So out of nowhere, Valentre charges. I just wanted to see how long it actually would take you to kill this guy. Uh, and the answer is not very long at all. Uh, and there is Jagrath adding to the corpses. And it's raining right now, so the footing is a little precarious in certain places, thanks to all of the runny blood on the ground. And you guys are out of combat, and Jagrath breathes no more. Big and stupid. <laughs> Vanak. <laughs> hmm. You seem to be familiar with what's going on in this area. Does this map he draw he drew make any sense? Well, I don't know. Let me consult the DM. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to the rain, a lot of this map is starting to be obscured, but he showed you where the mountain range for the Hook Mountains is, and he gave you a general idea of where to head, what path to follow. Uh, and finding your way from here or from Turtleback Ferry should be relatively easy, especially if you can find another map to compare it to. That would give you more information. Well, this is a fort. Won't uh, I would think that they would have some sort of map inside, like for defensive or for knowing the area. You would think so. Droth has been up on the um, tower there, so he's going to come down on the scene and kind of catch up. Like, hey, you guys get everything good uh, from the the last uh, ogre there? You, I mean, I saw him drawing some stuff on the ground. We need maps. Maps, like yes, of the area. Maps is kind of, that's a general mountains to the north of here. Jakardros, would you guys have any maps here in the fort that we could borrow? We should. Yeah, in the uh, in the commander's quarters, yeah. I think he had some maps up on the wall. You know, assuming the ogres didn't just tear everything to shreds inside. Lead the way. Uh, okay. Sure. Do we think there are more ogres inside? Well, if there are, we'd have to take them out anyways, right? Certainly, yes. But maybe that would encourage more caution than bravery. 
take Jagrath's head. He was obviously their leader. If they see he's dead, they won't fight. Poe, do you want to carry that giant head the size of your body? <laughs> You're damn right I do. Voletre, why didn't you uh, rip it off and, you know, volley it up here for me? I don't know. I'd kind of like to see you try, Poe. <laughs> you have daggers. Wait, rapiers. I have claws. Perfect it and just tear it off. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was imagining as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so poking at it repeatedly in a straight line, Poe eventually four hours later is able to make this head come off. Like a sewing machine without a thread. Uh, before we do continue inside, Droth is going to make the recommendation to Valentre, like, hey, uh, why don't you go grab Reaper's body so it doesn't get like drenched? We could store it inside somewhere or something. Because it's just up on a roof, right? You just left it up there, like baking in the hot sun with the it was water cloudy. coming down. And it's only been two hours. <laughs> That's a long time for that smelly body. Oh, my God. All right. He was fresh. He was constantly <laughs> clean. Oh, yeah. That's right. He was just dumb. He was just dumb. Didn't he have gentle repose, too? Yeah, that? that's right. I feel like he did. Yeah. No, no, no. no. DM shaking so his he's head. Right. No. Droth didn't give up one of his amulets. I thought that I put an amulet on him, but maybe I didn't. Uh oh. That's okay. Fresh no, no more. <laughs> well, I'll fly up and I'll pick up the body while I'm still large. And then I'll bring it to the entryway that we are going into the fort with and prop it up against the wall where it can't get rained on. And I will lug the head. So there's a reaper corpse in the dr- in the doorway now? Yes. Did it really take Poe two hours to um, cut off the head? Yeah, if you guys are going to help, man, it takes Poe forever to get that thing off of there. Well. <laughs> sawing at it like, you know, like a butter knife. Then Just <laughs> sawing away. Use your oh, teeth. <laughs> I would have helped. I wouldn't have. We just Does Poe have teeth? I don't know. Frogs have teeth. Those little backwards teeth that hold the bugs in, right? Do they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But anyways, yeah, Reaper's there on the side of the hallway. Well, great. Uh, Jakardros is going to lead you inside the fort. And you want to go to the commander's quarters, right? That's where you've asked him to go? Yeah. All right. So he goes inside, and there is blood and just awfulness everywhere on the inside. And he'll lead you up to the second floor. So he's following a very similar path to what you guys took a while ago. Do we see or hear anyone? As you're walking through, if you're being a little bit of stealthy, no. Uh, you might hear like uh, somebody arguing or some uh, chairs being slammed up against the wall. But for the most part, you don't really hear anything. We're not being stealthy. We have a frog carrying a ogre's head through the hallway. Okay. So yep. s- so let, let's talk about it then. Uh, Jakardros leads you inside the front door. You're inside the main gate that he has to like kind of pry open a little bit, but he is eventually able to do it. And uh, and he leads you inside up to the second floor and he's like, alright. So there's probably still a bunch of ogres in there. We should probably be quiet as we walk through the hallway. 
We're gonna go up to the second floor. I'm gonna show you the commander's quarters, and then we can go quietly. I don't think we want to fight any more of these things. I mean, maybe you don't want to fight any more of these things, but we no, can take out most of the fort. Yeah, I, you know, I tend to agree with him. I'm kind of exhausted from you know lugging this giant cranium around. It's kind of awful. <laughs> this head is a mark of our victory against their commander. They leave or they die. I think that you all are a bunch of strange people and I'm glad to be here. (laughs) We're glad to have you. (laughs) You're going to fit right in. (laughs) So wait, what are you trying to tell me then? I think he called you weird. Strange. Well, that's that's what he said. That's what uh, what Vanak said, but what did Volintre try and tell me? Let Poe be in the front. That's smart. Put the tiny frog up front. Trust me. I mean, are we going to be quiet? Because that sounds like a really good idea for me. We don't need to be quiet. Tell you what, we'll let Poe lead the way, and I'll tell you which way to go. How's that sound, Poe? Uh, yeah, sounds great. Just uh, try to make sure I don't run into anything, because I, I, I kind of can't see. I'll be so, right behind you, Poe. And I'll be like 30 feet behind you, Poe. <laughs> you guys got my back, right? I mean... <laughs> yeah, way back. Definitely be behind you. Alrighty then. Uh, so walking through the hallways, uh, Jakarja's like, alright, take a right. Alright, take a left. And then um, he leads you to the end of the hallway. As we pass each door, I'm knocked I'm kicking them open or opening the doors. Oh, great. All right. So we reveal a bedroom. We reveal a little bit of a study over on the left. Uh, Then there's a room that's definitely being used for like a chow hall. Some more bedrooms over on the right. The last room on the left. Um, Jakarjos is like, all right, go up the stairs here to your left. And then at, just on the other side of the stairs is a large door. And you're telling me, Volantre, that you go up there and you kick it open. Yep. Standing on the other side is a large ogre. Uh, this one is definitely made for fighting. And he pulls out his uh, ogre hook and he stares at you greedily ready for battle. If you want to join your commander keep the blade and attack me otherwise lay it down and leave and then I step aside showing Poe carrying the disembodied head of Jagrath and Poe's right up there next to you just you know kind of like brandishing <laughs> the head as best he can but you better listen to my buddy here if you want to end up like this guy ah. So this guy sees a floating disembodied head with maybe little tiny green legs sticking out the bottom, but he may not even see those. It's just like a floating Jagrath head to this guy. Fantastic. I'm freaking loving it. Uh, Poe, mm-hmm. give me an intimidate check. Oh, Lord. I don't think I've ever rolled for this before. <laughs> and you need to add 15 to that. Okay. We can we can work with this. 16. We can work with this. <laughs> <laughs> so add fifteen to it, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. And I will inspire competence and give you a plus three to that as well. Very nice. Are you ready for the grand total? Yeah. 
39. Yeah, okay, so you're saying I can leave? Uh, I'll leave. Okay, I'm out of here. It's like a Jersey Mike Tyson. Hey, <laughs> we're out of here. And he runs down the hallway, dropping his ogre hook, dropping his pants, <laughs> dropping his drawers. <laughs> and he's out of there. Poe's like, yeah, you better run. You better run. You want some? Huh? He's suddenly all tough. It's great. Drops the head on the ground to brandish his uh, arms out there. <laughs> Oh, my God. All right, so Jakardros <laughs> leads you up the stairs. Well, that was not expected at all. What would you do if a frog was carrying your commander's head? I mean, knowing you guys, I'm probably not too far away from it. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Oh, my word. So he leads you up to the second floor. And you're still kicking over, uh, kicking open doors, Yeah. Every single one. Freaking love it. Uh, not much to be seen in uh, two of the rooms so far. Before you kick open the last door, however. Is it a double door? It <laughs> is a double door. But before you kick it open, you hear two ogres on the other side of the door blabbering on about who gets the wishbone. <laughs> you, uh, you said I could have the wishbone. No, I said you could have the next wishbone. I'm going to get this one, too. Hey, Poe. Yeah? Do you want a wishbone? You bet your dragon ass I do. So, I'm going to bust into the door. The wishbone is mine. Oh, I don't think so. Your commander thinks so. Then I step aside. Showing the head. <laughs> Another disembodied head with Poe going, Dang it, you guys! Um, <laughs> another one more intimidate check. All right. Oh my God. Do I still get the so plus 15? Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. What about the plus three from you? Yeah, I'll still inspire confidence. Yeah, guess what? It's a 40 this time. <laughs> <laughs> Little tiny green frog scares the bejesus out of two huge ogres. And these guys sort of know their way around. So they are going out the door directly behind you, Poe. So they're pushing you out of the way. They are going to leave onto the little area where you guys were before when you were on top of the fort. They are going to jump down to the ground and they are going to make dash moves all the way home. Ah, get out of here, you two halves of a whole idiot. Ah. <laughs> oh my god. And that is all that remains. Uh, there were a couple of other ogres that these guys grabbed on their way out, but for the most part, the fort has been recovered. So, Jakardros, now that we got your fort back, yeah, what are you going to do with it? It's pretty much just you, right? You and Vale. Rebuild. Oh, no, wait. Vale died, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, Vale's dead. Yeah, that yeah, was so a little rude you. guy. Sorry, man. I, dude, forgot about You're him. You're bringing up painful memories. You're kind of being a dick. Oh, 
It was 45 seconds ago. How did you forget so soon? Well, while he was busy dying, I was behind the tower like almost dying. It was rough. It was, uh, those were hard times. I just blinked it out, you know? Yes. It was a very scarring time for us all. It was. So you're going to be the leader of this fort then? And, and he, as he's talking to him, he's hoping that he's not just standing there. He's hoping he's continuing to lead the way. Just making small talk, you know? And as he pushes open the door at the end of the hallway, he's going to say, well, we still, through all of this, with all of the Black Arrow corpses that we found throughout this entire fort, I never found the commanders. That's crazy. I wonder where he could have been. There's a good chance the man is still alive. But let's look inside this room first, and then we'll know more. Good idea. So as Jakardros pushes open this door and you guys walk inside, you see that there are finely crafted long swords on the wall. There are also several stuffed animal heads and a map of the Hook Mountain region on the wall in this area. And you can smell the faint smell of wine. Uh, and it's because there are several smashed bottles all over this room. There's a smashed table, smashed chairs, and one of the cabinets hang wide open. And I'm going to need you all to give me a perception check. Ten. Seventeen. Twenty-one. It's really high. Thirty. I rolled an at <laughs> twenty. For once, wow. I know. I rolled a four. so Droth everybody else is kind of looking at the map hanging on the wall and you point out that the ogres are big dumb and strong merely parroting what Vanak has said before however you prove it they have smashed open this cabinet and in doing so they have actually revealed a hidden compartment in the bottom And inside that compartment, you find a flat wooden coffer, a pair of soft green leather boots, and a tiny jewelry box. Three items. A wooden coffer, a jewelry box, and some boots. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, any of the magical? You cast detect magic? Yeah. The boots are definitely magical. Uh, Arcana check, I guess. Yep. Or is it Arcana or uh, Spellcraft? Spellcraft. spellcraft. Uh, that's going to be a 27. 27. They are known as Boots of the Mire. You are granted the power to walk on water in swampy environments, provided the water is no deeper than five feet. So you can move through swampy terrain for no cost. Oh, that's cool. Uh, you leave no tracks or other sign of passage as long as you are in a swampy terrain, and you never become uncomfortable or wet from rain, fog, or other forms of non-freezing precipitation. Also, you get a plus two resistance bonus on fort saves made against poison and disease. That's pretty cool. So Joth sits down starts taking off his shoes. I found me some new shoes, man. Guys, these boots are awesome. They were just hanging out in there. Aren't those the commander's boots? 
I don't know, but before Actually, we took over this fort, you said we could keep anything we found. And I just found these. <laughs> You're lucky your bow's not in there. I'd fucking I, take that. <laughs> as the GM, I would like to take that back. Um, Jakarjus is actually going to turn around and go, where did you find those? Find what? Those boots. <laughs> I've never seen them before. Where did you well, find yeah, them? Did you ever look at my feet before? I, uh, no, Jakarjus, I'm messing with you. They were in the car- closet over there. They were like in this hidden compartment. There's a hidden compartment? Yeah, your commander might be down in there. You should check. He goes over and looks. <laughs> <laughs> He's nowhere else showing up. I oh mean, my God. <laughs> it could have been the wardrobe to Narnia. He doesn't know. <laughs> you found boots he's never seen before. So he's like, nope. how do you know they're the commanders if you've never seen them before? I actually didn't know that they were the commanders. Oh, I you're just a snoopy little. Yeah, just, he took that back. I just was like <laughs> asking where you found him. He withdrew that. <laughs> I email. jumped the gun. Yeah, I, w- I withdraw that comment. Yeah. Droth is on the ground putting the boots on. And <laughs> <laughs> Anything else in there, Dekardros? Anything? And he, as he's holding the wooden coffer and jewelry box. <laughs> <laughs> wow. These well, were also in there. Do you recognize these items? No, I don't. What are they? I, well, they look like a jewelry box and a wooden coffer to me. They're not magical. Uh, he's going to kind of poke around in the jewelry box. Okay. Uh, in the jewelry box, you find a silver locket on a chain. And inside the locket is silky golden hair. Anybody who looks at that hair, give me a knowledge nature check. Uh, 28 from Droth. I don't have knowledge nature. Yeah, my max is 10. 14. <laughs> Droth. You recognize this hair as nymph hair. Ooh, guys, it's look not at this. Humans. This is what not is that? human hair. It's got this sniff to it. It's it smells like nymph. You ever smelled nymph? It smells like this. Oh, yes, I have. Ah. I bet you have a story about that. No. He doesn't need to tell it right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh Nymph hair. It's kind of weird to have in a locket. Is there any else? Anything else on the locket, like uh, in carvings or anything like that? No. Plain silver locket. Jakardros, recognize the locket? No. Awesome. And Droth puts it over his head. <laughs> Didn't you say your commander had a lover? I don't think that Volantre heard that. I think that was just something he told up uh, Droth. Aw, oh, shit. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that Take was that like on the, on the DL. <laughs> So we're uh, we're we're winding that comment back too. <laughs> so you don't recognize the the locket. What about this wooden coffer? And, and I don't know what it, it. Droth is kind of messing with this. Like, open it up, looking at it. What what sure. is this thing? I don't know. But when you open it up, there are dozens of parchment sheets inside. And when you kind of flip through them a little bit, they are all beautifully written love sonnets. To someone named Miriana. And that is spelled for everybody playing at home M Y R I A N A, Miriana. And in fact, there are even some representations. The two best lines that you can find are The moon itself was blinded when it spied her dancing on the tarn. And then another one that is just fantastic is Truest grace to know white willows' soft embrace. Is Droth uh, reading these out loud to us? Um, no, we're all just hearing them in our heads. Really? 
<laughs> yeah, Droth is probably going through them, like just not not like rudely, but I mean, he's probably flipping through them, you know, reading them out loud. What did you find? <laughs> crap, 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 crap. Oh, this one's nice. Crap, this crap, one, yeah. crap. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The worst lines or something is uh, the cold burns like fire or some other. Like, of course line. it does. Yeah. Uh, they just appear to be love letters. Maybe Miriana is this nymph, you know, that uh, little piece Wait, of blonde hair from her. That would, that would actually make a lot of sense. I didn't, I didn't realize how bad it really was. I thought it was just a like a booty call. Do do, do nymphs <laughs> live in like uh the mire? I mean, these boots they uh they're magical boots that would let you go through the swamp undetected, pretty much walking on the water. Like if he was going to see someone and didn't want to be tracked, he could wear these to get in. Is there a swamp around here somewhere? Like Droth is trying to play through all these pieces out loud. Uh, just to whoever's listening. I mean, we have the Shimmer Glens nearby, but they're huge. Uh, what was, wait, what was that uh, one one line that you said? Truest grace to know white willow's soft embrace. What's, that. Uh, what's that mean? I don't know. Everybody who has it, you can give me either a knowledge geography or a knowledge history check. Again, my max is 10. Oh god, 12. For knowledge history? Mm-hmm. Ooh, 27. Mm. 23 for me. All right. So nobody really knows what White Willow might refer to, but maybe you could find a book later that'll tell you some information. That's what I think about that. So where are those maps? Right over there on the wall, dummy. <laughs> I think those were like the first thing that were on the wall when we walked in. Yeah, it's right there. Casey's face right now I'm sorry (laughs) He's so mad Don't call me dummy pal (laughs) Don't call me pal Blanche really wants to just You know know, Bite and claw Jakardros right now Oh my god Droth is kind of like Looking at you side eyed Like if you do it I'm with you we got this. There's a but no, you still have a message. <laughs> That's true. Oh my god! But no, he looks at the wall, sees the map that he missed entirely. You are easily able to make out uh, the map that uh, too many J names. Jagrath wrote for you, and you're able to put two and two together, and you could easily make it to Hook Mountain probably in just a couple of hours. Where is it compared to the swamp that we're discussing? Ooh, that is an excellent, excellent question, uh, and one that I will get you an answer to very shortly um, while we're discussing other things. All right. So, Chikardros, your captain, what's going on here? Well, I'm not really sure, to be honest. Seems like Droth knows. Why would you say that? You mentioned a lover. I did. So oh. what's going on? I would hear too. Well, I like a good love story. And Droth is kind of sweating because he's like, I don't remember saying anything. <laughs> Did I say something? Maybe you I just did, had to lock it with the hair. Well, yeah, but I. Oh, I did say that. <laughs> Fuck. And he he's kind of got this bad look like on his face, like Jakarta. Sorry, man. So it turns out that the captain actually has some sort of crazy lover he was sneaking off with or something. I figure since he's probably you know. Giving away the fort, it's not too terrible for me to tell anybody, Jakardros. It'll be okay. Well, 
I think we can put two and two together, but finding her is going to be the tough part. Wait, your captain's a her? No, his lover is a her. Oh, I assumed you were... Yeah, the hair just, that you found. Mariana. Right, but, right. The name. Yeah. But I assumed you were going to go after the captain, like revenge. That feels like something you'd do. I don't know. Revenge? Why would I need revenge if he's still alive and he's with her? Well, I mean, I figured you'd kill him. And he probably is with her. But I need... the. I can't... <laughs> the fort. I can't be the commander when the commander's still alive. But why? I don't see him anywhere. If he got away, if he escaped, together he and I can rebuild. You would trust him a second time after he kind of ditched you this last time? We don't know that he just ditched us. I, dude, one and one is two, man. <laughs> Sounds like, Jakardros, you have your own problems. Listen, what? I can't. We, we need the whole information. We need the whole enchilada, as they would say in Sea uh, Down South, which I'm talking about. Uh, what's the name? Of the demon area, Matt. Do you remember where they? The demon this? area. Yeah, with the devils, actually. No, Cheliax uh, is up north. Cheliax. That's what I'm thinking about. We need the whole enchilada, like they would say in Cheliax. <laughs> <laughs> so, are we gonna go find him or not? I thought we were waiting on you to look up some information, Jacardos. <laughs> I, <was about> <laughs> I felt oh, bad right. because waiting on you accessing. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. I felt bad because Wes was like, all right, well, I'm gonna look this up while you guys yep. talk, and then we only talked with you. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we did. That was that was fantastic. Uh so the Shimmer Glens are gonna be to the south. You in fact passed close to them when you left Ilsurian to head to Turtleback Ferry. You probably were told by the captain to stay to the right side of the boat. The ugly, gross shimmer glens are right there to the left. Um, and Hook Mountain is to the north. So it sounds like we have two options. We can either go to Hook Mountain and go after this Barl Breakbones, or we can go to the Shimmer Glades and go after the captain and possibly his lover. I see that as the two options, but there's only one way we should go. We must stop Breakbone from hurting anyone else. Vanek has a, a, a sudden notion. I'll be right back. And he heads out. Great. Where is he going? I have no idea. I swear if he brings more ogres, <laughs> draw this like he's really thinking about this. <laughs> Vanek, where are you headed? Um, the last three ogres that we fought seem to be more like lieutenant types. I know mm. one's gone. Well, no, they're all out there. We never looked at them. Do they have any information on them? Uh, he's going to kind of search their bodies, see if there's anything to go on there. Oh, you're talking about Dorella and all them? Yeah. Gotcha. Jagrath, Big Mama, and Dumpy. I don't remember. Dorella and Hookmall. Hookmall, yeah. Hook Maul. That's right. <laughs> you're thinking of uh, Mammy. 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 Yeah. Which we oh, still don't man. know who her lover is. She mentioned having a lover or something, I think. And we've oh, never... I wonder if it was Hookmaw or Dorella or any of the other ones. Nobody's willing to admit it. <laughs> 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 All right. So eventually, effectively, you are searching the corpses, right? Yeah, basically. Um, you can find a potion of Cure Serious Wounds, plus one hide armor, plus one 
Bane Ogre Hook and a belt of giant strength. <laughs> I didn't find that belt. <laughs> Actually, I have no use, I have no use for that. You uh, didn't find a belt. I understand. Uh, on Dorella, you find an amulet of natural armor, a headband of alluring charisma, and a ring of protection plus one. And your arcane check, I think, arcana, or your spellcraft check, I think if you rolled a one, you would still get all of this. So I'm just okay. skipping all of that crap. Okay. And you find another potion of cure serious wounds. And you find a wand of acid arrow with 43 charges. Any information about what's going on? That is actually going to be somewhere else in the fort. So uh, at this point, you guys can kind of take your time and search the fort in various different places. I imagine Poe is going to go down to the room where you fought Lucretia. Is that, am I far off? No, I think that sounds pretty accurate. But first, the, uh, you know, dismembered of Jagrath is going to look up in the commander's <laughs> quarters at the animals, right? Like they're stuffed animal heads oh, on yeah. the wall. Yeah, and he's going to look at uh, Jakardros and say, hey, uh, since you're probably going to end up being the new commander and you might be hanging around here a little more often, I was just curious, would you be interested in another trophy? And he'll just hold up the head. Yes. You want to yes. keep it? Yes. Yeah, I Absolutely. thought you would. Here you go, buddy. You t- you just take him. You put it wherever you like. That is so gross. You can like sit in your office, right? And here in a couple years, you'll have kids maybe or maybe more black arrows and they'll be in here and you can point up to that guy and be like, hey, remember when he fucked up the fort? <laughs> <laughs> it is a pretty gruesome reminder of what happened here. Total massacre. But uh, maybe I'll keep it in my desk drawer. Well, no, no, not my, is commanders until we know who, uh, what happened yeah. to the commander. Right, right. I'm not, I heard that. <laughs> a man can dream, though, Candy. Freud was right. <laughs> Draw off like fist bumps, Poe winks. Yeah, Poe will offer, offer a frog elbow. Ding. But Anything yes, else? you were correct. No, uh, the room where Lucretia was, yes. Other than the pretty silks and the wonderfully comfortable pillows and the casket of wine, you find a small scroll case. And it's simple. It's just leather with a single cap on the end. What do you do? Burn it. Uh, am I alone? <laughs> that is a great question. Uh, what are you guys doing as far as breaking up to go into different areas, or is everybody going to basically stick together just in case? Droth would only come if you invited him. He's really interested in uh, kind of like snooping around all the rooms. Yeah, I mean, when Poe gets the itch to go and search that room, he'll, you know, announce it and invite anyone who's interested. He'll he'll probably just meet you down there later then. He's okay. going to go through all the rooms, so he wouldn't be there. Okay. Volantre is going to follow Poe because the invitation's there. Poe's given up the head. If a big ugly ogre comes in, there needs to be a big ugly dragon to smack its face off. It's a good point that Droth did not think. Yeah, he'll he'll, he'll need you. So yeah, Volantre's there as well. Okay. So you find a scroll, Volantre's there. What is Vanak doing? Oh, you're searching ogre bodies. What do you do after that? Uh, Well, I 
wrap up all the stuff I found in like my cloak, and I've got it Santa Claus style. <laughs> Took it back up to the uh, commander's area. Uh, I found some things, but no. Inf oh, where the hell did everybody go? <laughs> so he sits down and spreads the, his cloak out, starts like playing with his new toys like it's Christmas morning, sitting in the middle of the room. Oh my god. This is basically him identifying everything at this point. Right. Okay, I like that. That's beautiful. <laughs> uh, Alright, Poe. So you and Valentre are downstairs, and when you guys start making a room, uh, noise and rummaging around, you hear a voice come from the uh, the hallway where the jails were. Hey! Hey, let me out! Who's that? Yes. You know who it is. Who's that? Do, Velatre, do you do you hear anyone? Do you hear someone? I I don't think I hear anyone. We should ignore any sounds we hear. Yeah, I don't, come on, you guys. Hear what? Uh, I don't hear anything at all. This is Jakardros's problem, or the captain. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Kevin. <laughs> My name's Kevin. <laughs> And about that time is when you find the scroll case. Okay. Poe will look at Volantre and just say, what do you think? Uh, should we open it? I wish everybody could see your face. It could be magical. <laughs> His eyebrows are going up and down. Before anything happens, Volantre will cast Detect Magic on it. Not magical. I think you should open it. Okay, yeah, me too. And he will open it. Poe's dead. Yep. <laughs> Explosive runes. Rocks fall, you die. Death card. Absolutely not. Inside the case is just a simple piece of parchment with a list of names. And on this list is Caven's name, circled, and Poe. Your name is on this list and circled. <gasps> and at the top, it says, it is written, those who have agreed to grant their greed to the master's need. Ooh. And he looks it over and just looks at Volantre and says, Oh my God, I wonder what this means. So you show it to me? Yes. Who's the master? I wonder if it's this uh, breakbones asshole she wanted me to work for. Because now we really got to kill him. Did you agree to work for someone with her? No. She wanted me to, but I never did. And it's a bunch of names. And all of them, Poe, are names that you recognize from Turtleback Fairy. Oh my god. I, I think I know all these people. Oh no, the boat. Did you commit? No. Did you get branded? Maybe. Perfect. <laughs> 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 Maybe. <laughs> Maybe I will. Will. Show me. And he'll. Uh, no, I'm just going to stick in my head now that Poe ribbits when he gets nervous. <laughs> <laughs> the big, like, his. Uh, um, the neck. His neck just grows. The, yeah. Big ball. <laughs> 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 Sorry. No, it's perfect. It's perfect. And uh, Poe will, you know, reach down to the bottom of his little overalls and pull it up to show Volantre the, the tattoo on his leg. Be like, I, I didn't know. I thought she gave it to me because she loved me. 
I, I, what did she say when she gave it to you? She didn't say much of anything, actually. <laughs> to be honest, I didn't even know her name at this point, okay? You need to get that removed. I will. Working on it. Is it magical? I'm going to cast Detect Magic on it. Yes, slightly, very faint. You may have to ask Vanek about this. Oh, he's okay. probably the one who knows most about magic. Yeah, and I, I and imagine he's gotten tattoos. Yeah, tattoos. I was gonna say, I bet he's got like you know tattoos. He's had to have removed before, like you know old girlfriend's names, the uh, ogre lady. <laughs> he just draws lines through him and puts another one underneath it. Reuses letters. Conquest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have to take the same girl's name every time. It's very very inconvenient. <laughs> I only date Monica's. <laughs> That's right. Thank you. Thank you very much. Poe, until yeah. that's removed, I can't trust you. Damn. You can't trust me? Why would you say that? You've committed to the master, according to the document you just showed. But I didn't. I told her I wanted to be a chef. But we don't know what that tattoo will do to you. But I thought we were friends. Yeah, and you abused the flight privileges. Oh. <laughs> I said I was sorry. And now you have a tattoo? I... And you're on a list to serve the master? <laughs> okay, Dad, I'm sorry I disappointed you. Just remove it and we'll be fine. And Poe will go and kind of do like in the movie Gladiator, where he takes the, you know, sharp thing and shaves off his old tattoo. I'm just kidding. That's fucked up. <laughs> Let's go find Vanak. So you guys head upstairs and you find Vanak sitting <laughs> so on his keister. He's got hide armor on, a charisma <laughs> helmet on, a ring on, amulet on, belt on, drinking a potion. <laughs> <laughs> Playing with his wand. <laughs> Like having oh a good God. time. <laughs> <laughs> I found choice. Party! <laughs> it's all oversized. Oh my God. To be yeah. fair, after you know living through what just happened, we should all be fucking partying. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> just, I was sitting here thinking, what would he do with all this stuff? He'd be like, he'd just start putting it on and playing with it. That's incredible. That's beautiful. <laughs> I, I love beautiful. that. So as we're, uh, I guess we're heading back up, but uh, Poe will say one more thing to Volandre, and he'll be like, I, I, I'm sorry, I abused the flight privileges. I won't do it ever again. Correct. Because you won't be flying again for now. Oh. And that hurts Poe. <laughs> Poe is just like, he's walking along, just bent over, like, looking at the floor, because that is his favorite thing ever. Hey, guys, look what I found on the map over here. Droth has probably come back from searching through rooms now. You didn't really find much. It's mostly bust busted up and terrible ogre tortures of black arrows. You find corpses in weird places and weird poses. and It's not really worth going over. Uh, basically, you find a bunch of broken furniture and dead black arrows. Okay. <laughs> Droth had the bad time. <laughs> yeah, it, is a, uh, it is a horror show of the most literal interpretation down there. He's probably actually trying to uh, draw it out in his notebook. Not in like a fucked up way, but <laughs> just in a way of like this is a thing that needs to be remembered. You know, people need to know this happened. Yeah. 
because he's i mean he's interested in like the arts and stuff i mean he has that notebook he's writing his ideas down in for you know musical poem things and whatnot so i, I can imagine he's probably keeping notes on stuff like this as well so what's on that map jacardros so look if you stare really really close you can find a tiny little pinprick right in the middle of the Shimmer Glens. You see that? Do you see it? Why do we care about who or where your captain is going? White Willow. We can find him in White Willow, and I bet this is where it is. We can go find my captain right here. I think what Volantre means is, why do we care about finding your captain? What's and in it his for face us? I, I just falls off. I, <laughs> thought, I thought you were all. I thought you were good people. Oh, that was silly. We're okay people. <laughs> I thought finding and saving a man who has given his life to protecting this fort in this entire area would be worth saving. Saving. He's with his lover. He doesn't need to be saved. I tried to keep your bow. That should tell you enough. And he is crestfallen. We have giants killing people, and you have your captain with a nymph. Which one's the bigger problem? I'd much rather see the nymph. Yeah, I'm I'm with Vanek on this one. I'm kind of interested in meeting the nymph. But which is the problem? Well, the fact that I don't know the nymph. Hey, I'm talking. (laughs) Sorry, Poe. It's hard to hear you down there sometimes. (laughs) Fuck you, buddy. I'm talking. (laughs) Listen, Breakbones might have my name on a list. We gotta go fucking kill him, and I mean now. Vanek, what do you know about magic tattoos? Yeah. What do you want to know? How to get rid of one. Poe, show him. And Poe will show him the tattoo. Can you get this off, please? It's a horrible reminder of a really painful time in my life. That looks like this. And Droth pulls out his necklace. Isn't that? Yes, damn yeah. it, it is. I mean, well, that's weird. Both of the necklaces? It's the Sahedron? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Tattooed on uh, Poe's leg. I will cast Detect Magic. What kind of magic is it? Like divination or transmutation? I believe it's transmutation. Okay. Faint, faint, faint aura. And Jakardros is going to look at it and say, Kaven has one just like it. Fucking Kevin. Kevin. Is, is Kevin. The, oh, that's the one. That it's the asshole yes. down, down in, the, in the jail. Kevin. Um, well, I, I, can, I can ink a tattoo anytime. I, I could put another one on there. As for removing them, the best way is with a knife or with fire. Oh, fantastic. Uh... And Jakardris goes over to the fireplace and starts lighting it up. (laughs) And Poe screams at the top of his lungs, shrilly. And then we'll pick up right here next week. Oh, (laughs) nice. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. No! So can't Volantri (laughs) breathe fire? Poe will get burned.
Rocks and Rune Lords is a production of Back Patio Network. Rise of the Rune Lords and Pathfinder are property of Paizo. This episode of Rocks and Rune Lords is brought to you by Roll20. Be sure to check them out on Roll20.net. You can follow us on Twitter at BackPatioNet, and this is probably the fastest way to reach us. Check out our website at BackPatioNetwork.com where you can find all of our other podcasts, lots of awesome posts, and a couple of short stories, fan artwork, and plenty of other awesome things. If you like this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. In fact, there's a link in the episode description. So go there, click it. It's easy. We would love it. It helps us out a whole bunch, and it would be great to spread the word. If you want to get to know us a little bit better or meet some awesome folks, join up on our Discord. We have a lot of really great folks in there that just love to talk gaming and just hobbies in general. We, we have a lot of fun. So come on in, hang out, and meet some great people. This is Adam, and you can follow me on Twitter at the Real Simzo. And there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Who did it? Who did it? That was Casey. I saw him with the phone. Was that you? Lies, lies. I freaking love it. Gorgeous. I'm trying to wake Matt up. I barely <laughs> heard it. <laughs> I wish there was confetti, confetti and a t-shirt gun somewhere. Confetti and a t-shirt gun, yes. Yeah. I like it. So that reminds me of sporting <laughs> events. Uh, spent early afternoon looking at marble racing, which has now been <laughs> which has now been uh, sponsored by uh, that light uh, shoot uh, John Oliver. Oh really? Oh, marble yeah. racing. It's been around for a couple of years, and it's literally it's like at huh. one of the Scandinavian countries, and it's literally just like a dozen marbles, and they run through these or gravity run through these tracks. And somebody's commenting like it's like it's a sporting <gasps> event, yeah. And it's oh, incredibly yeah. fascinating, you know. And now John Oliver, as of you know, his last or just a couple of weeks ago, was like, "These guys are great. They're looking for a sponsor, but not anymore because they got me." And so, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Marble Racing Twenty Twenty is sponsored by John Oliver. I, I love John Oliver. Wow. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. I've seen the. Do you think that the there's Aussie like video? But that's about it. I didn't realize there was something else. Oh yeah, Do it's you... hours. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was gonna say, Do so you guys Adam, think you wanted to say like... something? What were you saying? <laughs> 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 I don't even care anymore. <laughs> Let's just play some Pathfinder. <laughs> no, you got to You got to say it now. <laughs> I don't even nice. know. What are we talking about? Balls. What planet gravity. are you on? Do you think they weigh them down? No, they look like they're all universally sized and, uh, you know, like, it looks legit because they all have names like like uh, racehorses. There's like <laughs> uh, a Marble McMarble Face and there's uh, Red Number Three, there's Oceana, like they all have their own that's name. great. And oh, they keep cool. up with it. It's it's like they have an Olympics, which is where they put four marbles on this little boat and it's like rafting and it goes down like this little creek. Uh, I mean, it's all kind. Of, it's crazy. It's it's truly fascinating to watch. I feel like Casey's going to know the term that I'm about to talk about, but there's there's a oh, term shit. for like when you it's like perpetual motion races or something like that, where it like starts like a book falls over and hits the marble, and the marble falls off the table. You mean and a Rube a Goldberg machine? Yes, that I knew Casey not perpetual motion about. at all. <laughs> it's perpetually moving. That's uh, <laughs> Tim's incredible machine. <laughs> Whatever. It would be cool if it was like that. It would be like marble parkour. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. It made sense in my head. I would like to watch that. I would watch that for hours. I'm sorry.
See, what's really funny, though, is uh, instead of Rube Goldberg, I want to say Ruth Gator- Bader Ginsburg machine. I knew that Jeez. was wrong, so I kept my mouth shut until right now. 